<laughs> wow. Thank you. Wow. 5,000 people. Um, that's crazy. Unreal. Being broadcast around the world. Yep. Translated in 14 Translators, languages. Yeah. It's uh, wild. Shadow signed. They're, yes. they're up here Interpreted, signing yeah, away. It's, yep. it's going to be uh, thank oh, we you have guys. a video of this. <laughs> thank you guys <laughs> so much for coming out. Our first episode of Franchise Unpacked Live. Yeah. For those of you. Yeah. yeah. Super uh, excited about it. Um, for those of you at home, uh, we are at Oakland University in yes. the Lab Theater. Which is where we went to school, both of us. Yeah, absolutely. Dave graduated a few years before I did. I did, yeah. I took like 30 years to go through college. Well, that's so okay. That's, Part that's of the right. You're not the only one. I know in the room, um, Mike Soggy Boy Dans is here. Soggy uh, Boy! Previous uh, guest of the show, he took 14 years to graduate, I know. Yeah. Right? Yep. So right. And, no, and still half, no yeah. doctorate. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so you're not from, alone. From Tommy Boy, he's like, like, lots of people go to school for seven years. Like, yeah, they're called they're doctors. Called doctors. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, we do want to give some shouts. Thank you so much to Caro Knox, who's been helping us out tonight, uh, setting all this up. Uh, Tony. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yes, uh, Tony Guest, who kind of like we messaged initially. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he was handling a lot of this. It. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, Manjeet, I spoke with in the office, yep. uh, and uh, also Carly, who helped us with some of the marketing. It's just been, yeah, wonderful. Thank you so much to MTD. It was, it was really um, cool because we, whenever you like reach out, I don't know, we, we reached out to, you know, to our old program and trying to just kind of get retight in, get in touch. And not once was anyone like, no, we, we don't do that. Like we don't, we don't put on those types of shows. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, bring it yeah. on. Let's, let's try it. Let's Absolutely. do something. Yeah. It's so, great. I love being back here. It's a perfect space. The yeah. And, and last it. minute we got the, the got logo up yeah. and it's, it's probably going to go away at some point during the show, but that's okay. That's we're okay. Gonna, that's fine. At that point, it's just, we're, we'll we be mean blue. for that to happen. It'll be perfect. But yeah, today guys, we are discussing one of my favorite topics. I th personally, yeah. I do love, as you can tell, I have a space mountain t-shirt on. And a Epcot 35th anniversary hat. Uh, Were you saving that to turn around? I was, yeah. Um, dramatic effect. I'm an artist, Zach. Uh, but, but, um, but yeah, we're talking about Disney. Kind of. I, it, it was funny when we were discussing like how should we tackle this? It's a million a monster. ways. Yeah. Uh, it. I read a stat recently that last year I think 80 percent of like media was produced by like ABC and the Disney, like that family, the company, I was at Viacom or something like, I don't know. Well, Vi what if Viacom and C CB, it's in my notes actually. Cause thrilling. I took, I took more notes yeah. for this episode <laughs> than I did in the entirety of college. Yeah. Um, yeah. and yeah, so it's, but like Viacom is a separate thing, but, but yeah, yeah, Disney it's the is, parent company. It's scary. So yeah. truly monopoly kind of stuff. But, um, but yeah, so we're like, how do we tackle this? And we just like, let's just kind of hit it from a little bit of a historical aspect, how it's affected kind of the world since well, so, its I mean, creation. And anybody who's, who's listened before, anyone listening at home, we almost every franchise that we've tackled has been in some way, shape or form affected by Disney, whether it's a Disney franchise or not. Um, I mean, even uh, any modern cartoon that we've tackled, uh, a lot of yeah. video games, the, the animation style for those, it, it all sort of just stems from, from Disney. There's always reference too. Yeah. You yeah. can't kind of escape it. Well, you can't everything. really reference it too much. Then yeah. Walt's going to come out of the grave and Walt, we have yeah. a, a running <laughs> gag that we're going to get sued by Walt's uh, like the, the, zombie the, like the head, head in the jar. No, yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> they're going to send that to our house. <laughs> yeah. He'll, he'll, Team he'll of lawyers. Black suits knocking on our door. Yeah. Yeah. With the neuralizer. With, yeah. Oh, and before we get started, really get into it. Uh, Kim, oh. my lovely wife, who's here this evening, uh, she wanted you to put something on for. Oh, my gosh. To wear, to wear I actually don't know what this is. I genuinely had no. I was wondering what the bag was. Should I close my eyes? I'm closing my eyes. I'm a closing Walt my Disney eyes. World bag also. So. 
Do I need to close my eyes? No, uh, just if you want to. They're... Oh! <laughs> Your mini <laughs> Those are Kim's uh, mini ears. Fix the bow. Oh, I see. Is the bow wrecked? So if you... Zach's wearing mini ears for everybody at home I, who can't. I get some pictures of I'm this. I'm okay with this. It. We're going to post it on the Instagram. How does it look? Beautiful. Do I got it okay there? You look beautiful. I would take the hat off, but it's an atrocity under this. So no, I'm not, it's okay. not, I'm not letting that happen on Kim wanted on camera. you to wear that tonight. Thank you, so. Kim. Yeah. You're, you're fantastic. Yep. Um, but yeah, so kind of... We'll get I guess we can little, just dive in. Yeah, I mean, where to begin, but I guess... Can, can I... Yeah. Can I I'm going to start off with a question. I'm catching sure. you off guard here. Uh, the classic, what was your... Yeah. What, what's your earliest, like your first Disney experience? Like what brought you into... Well, kind of like we discussed, it's been such a prevalent thing in the world. Yeah. You know, especially for children and young children. It's so, you know, it's readily available for yeah. all ages that it's a very easy thing to introduce to a child, you know, at a young age. I mean, but, and we frequent Disney World, my family, especially when I was a I younger. I have since I was like 15. Oh, it's I so want to go back. Go back without kids. <laughs> Be over 21. I can't bring and a kid. I don't have a kid, so I'm not going to. Don't find one and bring yeah. it. <laughs> I don't, I don't recommend that for most things. Right, yeah, don't yeah. find a kid and take this. Don't do that. I really wanted to get into Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got to Le- have a kid. So Legoland or Le- the Legos. You can't go to Legoland without a kid. Or Chuck E. Cheese. I think that's kind of you got to find a kid like bring him in. I, I mean, don't make Legos. But, like, don't for anyone do not. We have a nephew now, so I'll just use Lucas. I mean, he's like a baby <gasps> and he can't play with Legos. I'm but I'm like, have a nephew. It's a kid. <laughs> I can still come in. But yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. But um, but yeah, my I mean, ever since I can remember, I was less than one when I went to Walt really? Disney World first time. Yeah, wow. I don't know why my, why you would want to <laughs> take an infant to Disney. Right. World. That it's, just uh, means your parents wanted to go and like let's get him yeah. used to muggy, swampy crowds. <laughs> Really early, yeah. You know? <laughs> Which and I, I heard. Uh, I don't know why this just sparked my memory. I guess at the parks, uh, Walt made it a point that there had to be a trash can every. I think it was twenty steps. Oh yeah, because they were they would look and they would see how many steps are people going to walk before they just ditch their Toss trash it on the ground. And the average was about twenty or so steps. And especially when the park opened back in the fifties, littering. Was, I mean, there weren't. They didn't have the laws we do right. now. It was just rampant. We were watching, uh, re- I'm rewatching Mad Men and Kim's watching it for the first time. And there's yeah. a scene where they go on a family picnic. And I think it's around 1960, 61, one of the first seasons where they, they're up time to leave. They just take the blanket, like whip it to clean it. <laughs> All the trash just off. They're like, let's yep. go. And they're throwing we're out. beer yep. can. It's wild. Yeah. I'm just like, and my mom was like, yeah, that's kind of how it that's was. About it. Back yeah. But um, Walt also said, it's funny you mentioned that, that in my research, I found that when they asked him, like, why do you want to go into this theme park industry, especially right. back in the, nothing like this had been created. No, so not why, that scale. Especially. Why would you want to make a carnival? And they kept calling it a carnival or a circus. And he goes, it's not going to be a carnival. Carnivals are dirty. The people there are unfriendly. Right. That was like his biggest thing. Apparently he hated carnies and <laughs> just wanted like, uh, but th- it's true. I mean, yeah. he would, he was known for walking around the park himself. I mean, it's part of the I call it the Walt myth building. You know, right. there's, there's Walt Disney, the character and Walt Disney, the private life. Right. Two very different characters. But, um, he would walk around the park just picking up trash and throw if you saw it. Wow. And, and I, I kind of interrupted your, yeah. your, your story. Of, oh no. I like, mean, that was first, it. I mean, I was just yeah. inundated. My mom said that when I finally could choose, which like, I want to watch this, it was sword in the stone or, uh, ooh. I liked Aladdin a lot as well when okay. I was like a little bit older. Solid. But Sword in the Stone a lot. It would I just watched that yeah. over and over and over. Or Robin Hood. Robin oh Hood. yeah, Robin. We that was a good with one. The Fox, yeah. For me, I so I went to Disneyland when I was. Or which one's the Florida one? I World. always mix them up. World. I went yep. to Disney World when I was I think five, uh, and 
my earliest, one of my earliest memories period is me like losing my mind screaming in the theater during Lion King. And I think Mufasa's I'm pretty sure dead? that happened. My parents are in the, did that happen? I, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Zach's yeah. parents confirm it. I, here and I, remember, I did not make it through the Lion King. Um, was it Mufasa's death? I don't remember what, I think I just was like, I felt like screaming right away. Like, you know, yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> you, you heard her. Ah! <laughs> right. I was trying to sing along. It was an Circle early start to my artistic happen, career. Yeah. Um, and then the, the thing that kind of got me hooked, honestly, was we would have these, uh, like every year around Christmas time, I don't know who the cable company was, but they would give you like a free, like 15 days of the Disney channel. Oh yeah, and I remember I would wake up early before school, and I would watch like the Timon and Pumbaa, and like because I think they had their own show. They did. They were the like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is always fun. Since Lion King is Hamlet, they are those side characters that just go off, and they're the most fun. Yeah, (laughs) usually. And I remember I just got hooked on that, and I think I eventually begged my parents to let me get the Disney Channel because I watched it every single day. Yeah. Um. I, and it, weirdly enough, I didn't Michael get into Eisner got right into your guys. House. Oh yeah. CEO of Disney from like the eighties into the nineties. Yeah. Maybe up to the two thousands. Yeah. But he, uh, yeah, 2001. Uh, but uh, he yeah. brought about the Renaissance little mermaid beauty and the beasts. Yeah. They were in some, we'll get into it. They were in some dire straits in the seven sixties or late sixties into the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and 89 yeah. was kind of them coming out of yeah. that. But, uh, swing. so we, I, I took, like I said, I, the best notes that I've taken since yeah. college yeah. and uh, probably better than college. I'm a really sure. bad note taker. So we're going to see all if, over the place. I'm so. going to see if I can even read my notes because my handwriting is. Yeah, I was saying mine are like a hieroglyphic that. Yeah, I I'm just kind of hoping that I can't like, even begin trombone. <laughs> like like, the, like the, the parent thing. Like, yeah, it's just, ooh, the glasses. Yeah, they're right here. Zach. Yeah, they're right. <laughs> I know, but audience. they but the lights are G- dim. So <laughs> I'm going to pretend fourth wall. Uh, yeah, fourth wall down, fourth wall up. But yeah, um, I mean, we might as well get right at the beginning. 1901. Yeah. Walt Disney was born yep. uh, as uh, yeah, in, in Missouri, the, right in the very beginning, um, <laughs> beginning of every all uh, in the beginning, no, in the beginning. Walt Disney. <laughs> and it, it was good. Uh, and he, Oh, oh. Dropping my notes. but um, he, as a boy showed a lot of interest in animation, in drawing, he got yeah. into art school uh, by 18. He was doing animation and drawings for, and he uh, wasn't traditionally good. Like when no. his early drawings and like when he was starting to get into it, they were not like I could honestly probably draw something better than that. Like they were just sketchy and not not great. But you could tell that he was working on refining his technique. Yeah, he knew too. He was like this anthropomorphic animals too. He like yeah. kind of honed right in on that. I feel like kind of before really anybody, you know. Like, or I mean, yeah. yeah, there had been cartoons and stuff, but not like this before. Nothing no, to and, this extent. Yeah, and, and he so. I, I kind of want to jump a little bit ahead to when sure. uh, Steamboat Willie yeah into came the twenties yeah he moved to California with his brother Roy yeah yep and they yep. created I think Disney Brothers uh, Enterprises or well, something before, before that it was Laughograms yeah Laugh-O-Grams, they had this company yeah. Laughograms that went bankrupt um, and then they started up the Disney Brothers Studios yeah Disney Brothers well they made Steamboat Willie so that was the first uh, animated anything that had audio to it yep synced and, up uh, audio yeah synced up audio which I watched a like a, a behind the scenes thing of how they sort of made that audio. You had to have every single person, every single voice actor, every single instrument, every single sound effect in the same room and synced up at the same time. Like none of that was done. You know, I, I'm so used to doing things on here where, you know, I could do a sound effect, go back. I could do a voice, go back, do the music, go back and just sort of stack it and layer it. 
and they had people on these machines like they were cranking wheels and like yeah. blowing whistles with their other hand. It was, it, it was, was insane. Yeah. And it was, Walt asked a lot of his animators. It was, they weren't just, if you went to work for Walt Disney as an animator, that probably wasn't your job by the end of the year. Right. You, especially right. when he got into the theme parks, but he, um, I, I found out he was working with, uh, a person by the name of Nelbert Chenard. I, hope I didn't correct. find Nelbert in my research. Nelbert Chenard. There's some very interesting Nelbert. names. Nelbert. Nelbert. <laughs> uh, or maybe it's Nelbert. No, I Nelbert. mean, if it's French, it's I don't French. know. Um, but there was the Chenard Art Institute and, uh, Walt Disney, partnered with uh this she was a very famous french artist she went to the pratt school of uh institute of art um but she had this very unique style like that hadn't kind of been seen excuse right. me uh, and through the 30s and 40s they partnered together and he used a lot of her artists and eventually brought them over into his team artists like uh mary blair and john hench who had these keen eyes uh and i've got a bit Reference. For those of you at home, it's going to sound like Dave just went to I'm another going, room, but that's I ran okay. Out of the room. Um, <laughs> but Mary Blair, she's one of my favorite uh, of like the kind of Disney artists and, the, yeah, and that. Yeah. And she eventually became an Imagineer. Um, we'll get into that. But um, she she did Cinderella, mm-hmm. Peter Pan, um, all the concepting, a for lot it. of the yeah. concept art, and um, also eventually designed a lot of things for the parks. But she had this very unique. Like the colors are very. I'm gonna kind of move up to the audience a little bit here. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was gonna say, he's, <laughs> take it off the mic stand there. There you go. Stuff in my hand. Dave's on but, the um, move. I'm on. I'm mobile. But you can kind of see these very unique. The color pairing is like a olive greens and like pastel pinks. And she actually was almost blind. That's the wild thing. She was nearly blind. And yeah, I'm, I'm gonna kind of scroll through some. There's Cinderella concept art she did. Up, oh, up. Oh, I lost all of it. There's uh, <laughs> Alice in Wonderland, stuff like that. Peter Pan right there with the mermaids. So it was this very unique kind of style that they said that it hadn't been done before. But when she introduced those colors, like, yeah, there's this odd, very vibrant colors. They started going into fashion. And when you look back in the 60s, at, like some of your grandparents and parents thought like it's wild like that's not those yeah. colors where you yeah. start you're like looking back on it now i'm like well yeah that was the style back then right and they're like not quite well and this speaking is being of, done in the 30s of and peter 40s. pan I, yeah. a classic digression that i have to make sure i was so obsessed with hook when oh, i was yeah. a kid hook everybody um, seen hook steven spielberg's hook yeah we're robin we're, williams yeah shelby and i are halfway through it right now we forgot that it was a seven hour Big movie bomb when it came out um yeah, yeah, which was strange. But it's, uh, I remember I would always, like, we had it, I'm sure, super legally recorded on a VHS. Are you struggling there, man? No, You're okay. okay. You got it. <laughs> um, but we, I would always say, like, can you fast forward to the part where he flies? Yeah. And then I would just watch the part where he was, like, flying and, you know, the music. His happy thoughts. John, John Williams yep. uh, won an Oscar for Best Original Song, The Little Lullaby the Girl Sings, um, to the Pirates and They're All oh, Sad when yeah, she's yeah. missing her mom. Yeah, that uh, that been one best original song. Really, I that year. Yeah, I didn't know that. And then he, I think he was also nominated for the whole symphony, which just, is a tremendous. It's nuts to me that that symphony. she was able to come up with those those colors and those concepts while being partially blind. Like, yeah, I, just and but he knew. He said that uh, one of the unique things too, when he brought these artists in, they weren't working independently. They would bring them into the studio, and they were all working together. He would bring a model maker in and pair him with different artists or different uh, art directors or different painters and they would collaborate. And he knows he was like, the most important thing is collaboration, especially when like just creating all of these kind of 
right. surreal, fantastic things. Like have as many eyes looking in on it and as you can. So, and I, I kind of wanted to take, I guess, a small step back. I mean, we're still talking about the past because yeah. there's so much of it for, for Disney, but um, Mickey Mouse. Yeah. So I think that he's sort of the quintessential. Oh. Yeah. Ho, ho. And everyone, that's like everybody's Mickey Mouse impression. Just, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> um, I, I, I think we have family guy to thank for that yeah, probably. impression. But uh, um, so Mickey was, he's everywhere. You know, he's, he's the, I mean, I'm wearing yeah. Minnie's ears, which stemmed from Mickey. Sure. And uh, all over the theme parks and like the, you know, the paintings and hedge trimmings, everything is Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. I wasn't originally called Mickey Mouse, uh, originally called Mortimer Mouse. Oof. And yeah, rough. Yikes. And uh, I, and I couldn't find a clear answer. So some sources said that it was his wife that told him to change it. Some sources said that it was his mom who told him I, to change I it. Heard, I heard the his wife. Uh, I heard wife more than mom, but I yeah. did hear mom a couple times. Be, yeah. But yeah, so they, they were like, yeah, you should probably change it to Mickey. And they ended up, they did make another character, Mortimer Mouse, later. Mm-hmm. And he's creepy. I don't know if you guys are, it's the creepiest looking cartoon character. Like Minnie brings Mortimer over one day yeah. and he's like the creepy, like he's just like tall and lanky and his clothes don't fit. And so he's, he's me. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Zach. You know me. what? I wasn't going to go there. No, I, but, it, but he kind of has like a look in his eye too. Like he's, like he, oh, could, like he could he's hurt like going to steal everything in Mickey's house. Yeah, yeah. Like, Why'd you bring this guy in? And like, like he'll sniff a lot of things in the oh, house. Like he's he has, a sniffer. That's not yeah, like yeah, like one of those people. You don't, you don't want, want that. that. You don't want to invite house. Mortimer into your into no. your house. Good thing they got rid of him. Yeah, I think he's probably still just hanging out in the yeah, Disney yeah, vault. Yeah. He's the vault keeper. <laughs> right. He's like he's like Sharon the, yeah, he's like, the, yeah, the river. Snakes. You need Beauty and the Beast yeah. on Blu-ray. Okay. Um, and then so the next sort of big jump for them was Snow White. Yeah. Which was the first animated feature ever. 30, 1937. Yeah. I think it took them something like seven years to pro- something I'm ridiculous. Sure. Maybe yeah. even more than that. Um, and I also, the um, they invented something. Uh, well, Technicolor was invented and utilized in Snow White for the first, I believe the first oh, okay. feature to utilize Technicolor. Yeah. Um, and there was, uh, they called it multi-plane depth. Did you see yes. this? Yeah, yeah, This yeah. is wild. It was... They were doing basically 3D imagery before Pixar and all that stuff. They and we'll get into the Pixar and Cal Arts stuff, but real quick. But um, they would literally make these look like window or uh, painting frames with different layers on each, and they would just create this depth and depth, and they would like accordion style zoom them in and out. You could yeah. get like vertigo shots before it was like opening up. They were filming basically like a picture book opening up or closing or moving side to side depending on and it gave where a cool, you like were parallax effect yeah yeah it felt like you were oh there's cinderella's carriage i'm now or or snow white running through the woods i'm trees are coming at me right too. right she's running through these or stuff like that or i i know the the very beginning of snow white especially well, you and, see kind of this pan and you can tell so snow white actually went so far over budget as well <laughs> that that uh, he had to remortgage his house that's the like, theme of disney especially walt in the earlier yeah. years let's go triple the budget and tr- everybody has four <laughs> mortgages on their house yeah exactly no you know, <laughs> um and it was funny. I'm watching. Uh, if anybody has Disney Plus, I highly recommend the Imagineering story. It's we uh, just got Disney it's Plus. So good. It, it is, is incredible. Phenomenal. But um, the Mandalorian. Oh, so good. Baby Yoda. <laughs> um, Oof. but so good. It it really goes into the early days, and they give the one. They kind of briefly glaze over it, but they're like, after Walt became some of a success, he developed some strange hobbies, and then they just show him putting together a giant train set in his backyard. And you're like. <laughs> Okay, and they're like, I'm like, 
All right, Is Angela Bassett, tell like me more about these. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. like, tell me more about these strange hobbies. Right. I know his favorite food was black coffee and chili from a can. Like a like Did it looked like starting. No, just like a, I think he'd heat up the chili, but like okay. I, it was like kind of like army ration style. I think That's a odd. lot of food was real gross back then. Yeah, but like I, not that gross. Nah. <laughs> If you look at some of those 40s and 50s cookbooks, like there's some wild oh, like, yeah. meat jellos Ugh. and there's yeah. some stuff that I, there's there was stuff. a, if you ever, uh, like I, mayonnaise I know, salad, uh, one of the journalists on crack did a whole article on, he said, I tried five things from my grandma's like old Betty Crocker, like from yeah. the 40s through the 60s. And they all ended in him like throwing up and he's oh, like, I'm he, sure. he documented the cooking process and he's just Ugh. like, this is already at tuna in like desserts. Yeah, just really weird combos. No thanks. Yep, yep. Like post-war okay, madness. But, but if you're Walt <laughs> Disney and you're running one of these, you know, insane companies, like the first big animation studio, I don't think he needed to only have you, black coffee and you got cold an acquired beans. taste. And who knows with that kind of super geniuses are weird. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. like there's uh, something weird about him. Did, did I don't think he had time. Him, like, I think it could also be like I don't think he had time to really like. I'm going to sit down and enjoy this like three course meal every day. Yeah, that's true. He's a, yeah. you know, he, they always said that he was, he's like, what's next. It was what's next. Even right. like when they interviewed him, I, there's an interview when, after he announced that he had lung cancer in 65, he died in 66. So but they mm. did this big interview and he's like, I had, I have to find a way. So this keeps going. If I don't, a lot of people are in trouble. Yeah. And that's like, where like the, the, the head the in the jar rumor like, got started, like he, the cryogenically yeah, frozen. Right? He's just controlling. Cause things. that's like, a rumor. There's, there's a rumor that yeah. like Walt is cryogenically frozen and just waiting until I'm the unfreezing process is more stable and judgment day. Walt's back. That'd yeah. be creepy. Like see Walt. Hey, hey. <laughs> just rattling. I would, I'd be scared. This is not what I intended. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We need more Mortimer. <laughs> well, it's kind of crazy too. The bringing that up in his in his last remaining years, Epcot was his big thing, and a lot yeah. of you all know Epcot is the big golf ball in Florida. And originally, it was not that at all. It was right. the um, experimental prototype community of tomorrow. That's what Epcot stands for. I had no idea that yep. that's what it stood for. Now you know. Now I know. Uh, you and know. it was supposed to be this kind of a starter utopia. It was to show. You could live in a community, this giant community with great public transit and like specific, you, I like idolize public transit, which regrettably has not come to fruition in most places, but uh, he was way ahead of his time. Solar energy, wind energy. Mm -hmm. He was all, it was, you would work where you could live, not necessarily from the house, but it was the starter ideas of these concepts of like, you want, you know, you'll your children will go to school. You will be close to your family at all times, no yeah. matter what sort of, and close to your community and sharing in different things. It was like a living in like a hyper mall that was right, huge. Right. And you can see these like concept. If you go, uh, if you ever get a chance to go to Epcot, there's the, um, a people mover there. There used to be one in Disneyland and then they wrecked I it. I think they then, basically started the people mover. Yeah. The people from, mover. From what I understand. Yeah. The people mover and the carousel of time were two of like kind of the, initial attract like at the yeah yeah one of the two is first but um the people mover goes by this diorama mo- or this model of the original epcot concept and mm-hmm. you see it and you're just all these different types of churches and all these different types right. of rail like the monorail too they had a monorail yeah. because that was the monorail was created in disneyland and like this is those should be the way of the future people should travel together to minimize tomorrowland them. like the yeah. i remember seeing like the george Clooney movie no no no, no like, like the, well i remember seeing there was like 
it was on the Disney Channel. They had like Tom Aro 2.0. You remember? That oh yeah, thing? Tom Aro. That He's little robot that would like explain physics to you. Yeah. Am I? Was this like a fever dream? Did did this happen? Like I think not, I, now I'm saying it out loud. I'm like this might have been a fever. A dream. lot of Disney stuff is fevered. I think what, it's like well, it disappears. Ugh. Like it's on the channel for like two days and then it's just gone. Speaking of fever dreams, uh, Salvador Dali and Walt were close friends apparently and they they there is you can go on youtube and if you just search walt disney salvador dolly yeah this they had a an animated film it's i believe like half done but it's very it's stunning it's very dolly so a lot of like melting stuff off of branches and it is adult it's not for children there's some very like kind of adult imagery in it and some Mm -hmm. like nudity and stuff like that but it's very like flowing and you know salvador dolly Apparently, I learned uh, my buddy Jijan, uh, former guest of the show. Yeah, um, he Salvador Dali is one of his favorite artists. He has a sleeve, the paint. Um, oh, of really? One of his paintings, yeah, on his arm. And he told me that everyone's like, "Oh, Salvador Dali must have been whacked out of his mind on all these different kinds of pills or drugs." No, he apparently would only sleep for twenty to forty minutes a day. Yeah, and he would like put something in his hand, like he would he would have something metal in his hand, and when he would fall asleep, right going into REM sleep, just starting to dream it would drop into a metal bowl and wake him up and then... And he'd be hallucinating, sort of. Yeah. And he, so he would just naturally... What a weird way to do that. Yeah. I'm like, and time to draw! Right. I'm like, okay. I, I, time to sleep. I need... Yeah, I damn. can do that. <laughs> like, yeah. dude, take a nap, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he can't. He just needs to paint more. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess I kind of want to start moving a little bit toward yeah. the present of sure. the franchise. I mean, we could do like said, six yeah. hours on the you know Disney from... But yeah, right before we leave, kind of why we talked about Pixar, that yeah. Nelbert Schaubert person I referenced, that yeah. person, they are Schonard, they eventually combined and created CalArts. You've heard of very extremely famous art right. institute. And then, um, which spawned Pixar, came out of CalArts. Which All then of, started working with Disney. Yeah, everything yeah. just really, you see this, oh, these seeds were planted in the 30s, and now right. we have Toy Story 4. Right. And, like, and now we have Disney has its own. CG and uh, you know computer imagery with uh, their Disney studios. Like right. I think Moana isn't Pixar. Moana's Disney. It's not. I thought it was Pixar. No, no. Disney Animation Studios is stripped from Pixar. Pixar oh, is now. Okay. They they'll be like we'll hang out with you Disney, but we're gonna do our own thing too. Right. You yeah, can't call just, all the shots anymore. Right. Then they're mean, like, yeah, okay, good, good for Pixar. Uh, I guess, but, yeah, uh, I did a couple of years. Yeah. That che- <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, this check wasn't big enough. Okay. How about that? Yeah. Hostile exactly. takeover. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So getting closer to the present, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about the, you know, they call it like the Disney Renaissance. Yeah. So Disney sort of got into trouble. Like they were, they were losing money. Their films, their animated films were tanking. Black Cauldron. Have you, have you ever heard of Black Cauldron? It's a seventies uh, animated film. It's very dark, very adult. I don't very, think I've seen like it. Like Lord of the Ring. It looked a lot like the Lord of the Rings animated movie from okay. the, back in the day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very, and I mean, it's, witches and skeletons and knights mm-hmm. it's it's gory and they were i don't they finished it but like it did not do well right. like they were like and they were when it before it was even done they were like what are we doing guys this is not yeah. our brand and if you're if if a project that you're working on makes you say that before you're even finished cats cats the, they were uh, they were like first month they're like uh oh they pulled it from theaters and updated the graph yeah. like the CGI graphics yeah you got like V two point like cats and it's still horrifying yeah I, <laughs> I kind of want to see it oh yeah I kind of want to like I don't want to pay them because I don't want them no, to yeah. say like oh we should make another it'll you know. pop up yeah, like part one of twenty eight on right. YouTube yeah <laughs> we'll be able to watch it for I, I don't want like the internet knowing my 
like that I bought a ticket for. That. I don't want to support like, it. Like <laughs> getting ads now yeah. catered to the fact that I bought a cat's ticket. Um, so anyway, so th- we went into this Renaissance era where this is where we started. Ah, it did go away. That's Blue okay. screen. That's okay. Blue screen. Sorry for anyone listening at home. You're very confused. Um, but uh, it, that's what started to bring us movies like Aladdin, The Little Mermaid, uh, The Beauty Lion the King, Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is the first animated movie to use CGI? Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the ball, the ballroom scene, all that. It's like all or half CGI, half. That right. Like, right. Know, yeah. Well, and, and so there were all these incredible, I mean, I feel like the, the bulk of the movies that, that I, I associate with being the big Disney movies. And I'm sure a lot of people here do came from that Renaissance era. Um, yeah. and that's sort of what spawned the, the CG era too, because toy story technically. So the Renaissance era is 1989 to 1999. Mm-hmm. So toy story does fall kind of, smack dab in the middle there i think they said that kim what did i say ends the renaissance it wasn't hercules something pocahontas, pocahontas. no i don't know if pocahontas. one of the mo- they said that it was like it was like definitively the end oh really well because they're i okay hot take hot take let's hear it Mula- hunchback oh hunchback. Might have, yeah might have been that was a weird yeah. idea sanctuary you I know was, who was the yeah. hunchback it was Otter from Animal House, and he plays Amadeus, the actor who plays Mozart, Amadeus in Amadeus, Academy okay. Award winner, and then he did Hunchback, and like that's about it. Yeah. It's weird. You're Interesting. Like, you were in Animal weird. House, Amadeus, Hunchback, and he's done Broadway, a lot of theater and stuff like sure. that, but good singer. Yeah. No idea. But yeah, and then like, uh, he's just, hey, three projects rolling now, You were them. mentioning um, sort of who was ushering oh, yeah. in the, the, this Renaissance era. Um, well, I... Little Mermaid was a big one, I think was the first. Oh, I'm sorry, you, you had mentioned a name. Um, I forget the guy's name. Uh, Michael Eisner. Michael Eisner, yes. Yeah, that Michael sort of Eisner. started to take over and you know started this movie. He was, yeah, one of the CEOs they brought in, and they were real nervous because he was one of these. Uh, he came from, I think, ABC. Like Bob Iger's the current CEO. He came from ABC. Right. So they're more media conglomerate guys coming up through the ranks and then taking sure, what sure. used to be a family business. Even... To the point before that, in the 70s, a gentleman by the name of John Miller, who was Walt's son-in-law, or Ro- Walter Roy's son-in-law. Right. Former football, like, NFL players. What? Like, yeah, total, like, stud guy. <laughs> and you're like, he's like, I'm running a theme park. And you're just like, he yeah. had no idea what he was doing, though. And, that, yeah. and then that kind of started this troubles, they, right, right. trying to figure out who to hire. But then Michael Eisner, they, they, there were some mistakes, like Disneyland Paris and uh, like because there, there are a total of what seven Disney some there's parks? like Shanghai Tokyo Paris yeah. or it's yeah Paris it was Disneyland Europe now it's now I think it's Euro Disney yeah Euro Disney now it's yeah and I mean they even opened it up you couldn't drink in Euro like oh, for wow. the first two weeks and then like oh switch that right <laughs> like, yeah. French people love wine <laughs> right like we yeah. need wine in the Magic Disney Kingdom. and wine yeah but uh, they kind of they ushered in these new movies but back to my hot take yeah, Mulan. Not my favorite. No, no. Like, I Mulan, like Mulan, Pocahontas. You're getting some. I'm, I, I know. You're getting some hot like chattering from the audience. But like, if okay, like, no, you know how I feel during the put, Avengers episode. Would you consider <laughs> Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid on the same exact level as Mulan? No. Thank you. Yeah, I don't think we so. got one yes from Kate. From the audience. <laughs> but like, right? There's like kind of in these movies there was a hierarchy. Even like Hercules, regrettably, like kind of fell into that second yeah. tier. Uh, what do you think about Tarzan? Tar- all, that was it. Tarzan think, killed the end of, was what? the end. That was Tarzan, the highest grossing of it that was, time. That was like $448 million that that movie grossed. It, it's, it bombed, though. Phil Collins it was went a big bomb. so hard for that soundtrack. 
Yeah, well, yeah the funny thing is, it's not a musical. It's a Phil Collins music video. That's all right. right? Which is fine. It's incredible. Which is fine. But like, you realize, you're like, wait a minute. Phil Collins has been singing this whole time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And I haven't, and he's not a character yet. He's, like, seen. he's like humming in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> yeah. I want to see like a bald Phil Collins running through the jungle like I as would, a character. I would pay to see like a full reanimation of Tarzan <laughs> with, with Phil, Phil Collins, Collins as Tarzan. Like, would, oh my God. <laughs> but like, as he is now, like not, now I'm not in like shape and hair. Now I'm where he's losing it in that like yeah. kind of like the dorpy Phil yeah, Collins. Dorpy? Dorpy? I don't know. That's a new but one. Yeah, I, like um, I think that would be the kind of like, when he's like looking like real weird on his album. Yeah, covers. yeah. Um, that would be, that's a perfect <laughs> Phil Collins. Um, the face. But yeah, like those, I, I remember seeing those in theater and just being like, okay, that was good, but it's not Lion King. It's not, be- it yeah, wasn't, that wasn't yeah. Aladdin. I did you fall know? in love with Tarzan because I, 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 that movie for me was, it made me run around my house like Tarzan for <laughs> my, my parents are here just loin hanging cloth? their head. There was a loincloth. No, involved. no loincloths. Ah. No, I, I was, I was clothed, but I would like, I don't think I touched the floor in my house for a month. You were just like, swinging from I, literally. Room? I would jump like couch to coffee table, to chair, to counter, crawl over the fridge. Mm-hmm. I could scale the well, wall. It was like a parkour movie. Yeah, I remember, it was. Like, it was parkour. Like he was like, yeah, parkour, parkour. Yeah. He was like surfing on the vines and yeah. stuff. So it, it was, was so cool. It was cool. It was cool. It was so cool. But yeah, but it, it was. It Phil was Collins, man. Yeah. So good. I know. I know. Yeah. Okay, so uh, so that ended that era. Whatever. Yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> and then... And then there was kind of like this, like, oh, crap, the parks aren't doing too hot. Right. Like, California Adventure had opened up in, in Anaheim, and that was a real bomb at first. Because it yeah. just it felt kind of, they're like, this was the first time in any park's history it felt like a carnival that yeah. Walt didn't yeah. want. And they've updated it now. They've added Cars Land, Car, Cartopia, and all that stuff. Yeah. And it's, like, beautiful now. Oh, I'm course. sure. Yeah. They've been, now that, and then they've, uh, Bob Iger took over in 2005 that brings us into kind of the present where he was like, all right, let's buy you, 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 you. And I was going to bring that up too. So before we even got to Bob Iger doing this, I feel like the, the prevalence of like the Disney channel original movies started to take over, which they weren't originally called that they were called, uh, what was it? Um, Disney Channel, uh, and Mike Disney Eisner, Channel premiere films. Michael Eisner started the Disney Channel when you said it was on a premium, like HBO yeah. level. You yeah. had to order, and then and then it kind and of opened that's when up they had like bit. Escape to Witch Mountain, that sort oh, of yeah. stuff. And yeah. then it transitioned into Disney Channel original movies, mm-hmm. which I was obsessed with. That's when we started getting like '98. We got um, Brink and Halloween Town. Did you ever see Flight of the Navigator? Does anybody? Oh my know gosh! Yes. Okay. Yes. Incredible. All right. The 80s. All right. Yeah. Yes. Good. Was good, that, good, good. that wasn't a, an original, was it? Of I think it was. Yeah. And Pee Wee Herman is the voice of the Paul Rubin, uh, the really? voice of the ship. Yeah. No way. That's that Paul and um, he's also has a voice in the, in the parks, but we'll get but to I, But I've noticed like the, and I mean, they've died off a little bit now, but those Disney channel original movies, I mean, that's how we got high school musical, yeah. uh, teen beach movie. Um, we wouldn't have Zac Efron if it wasn't. We, for, we wouldn't, yeah. we wouldn't though. Yeah, and, no, it's true. And it's, I feel like those for a long time kind of became the lifeblood. And that was what kept yeah. the younger audience engaged. And wow. yeah, and it was also open kind of for that preteen audience. It yeah, did do yeah. it kind of, yeah, if it wasn't just for little kids anymore. Right, and, you know, exactly. It was like drama for, you know. So as we're, I want to get into Pixar and all that. Before mm-hmm. we hop into the Disney Pixar side of things, um, we don't have enough time, unfortunately, to go into all the video game side of things. Yeah. But 
I was trying to do, so when I was doing the research for the video game portion of this, there are so many video games. There, it, it, I had to have seen 400. Oh, it's nuts. It's I mean, merchandise. I mean, like, merchandising. Yeah, merchandising. merchandising. But it was like, Baseball's the flamethrower. Mickey alone had, I think, 50 games. And yeah. then Donald Duck had his slew his of own games. Slew, and, yeah. and then we have the Kingdom Hearts games, which yeah. license Disney characters. So even, even games that aren't Disney-owned have Disney properties being put into that. Well, you bringing this up, it kind of made me think when I was doing this research before the seven, like I always, George Lucas is kind of known for with the first star Wars movie merchandising. Yes. He was like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to take it on the back end. I'm going to get a percentage. And they're like, okay, you can have your lunch boxes, George. Right. And now <laughs> 30 some odd years later, $4 billion. Right. In, from the Disney corporation. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it was, but Walt started all of his stuff a good 40 years before Star Wars. So he was like in the 30s, 40s, and 50s. He's like, how do I keep getting my stuff over and over into these people's minds? I'll build a theme park. Yeah. I'll break them. Come live these experiences. And the funny thing is the initial rides, they were, you would never, if you went on Peter Pan's adventure, you wouldn't see Peter Pan at all. And people are like, where's Peter Pan? They're like, no, you are Peter Pan. And they're like, no. Nah. And then they, right. they switched it. There was a Snow White scary adventure. You didn't see Snow White at all. And you're like, you were supposed to be her being scared. And they're like, right. no, we want to, and they're like, okay, they backpedaled a little bit. And like, you want to see people those characters. People want to live yeah. in the movie with their favorite characters. Right. And right. I mean, it's developed now to where you're literally like in Star Wars land, running around on the Millennium Falcon. Can we talk really, really briefly? Because do, we do need to get to Pixar. Mm -hmm. we, have, we have plenty of time, but it's a small world, the ride. Yep. That's the scariest thing. It is that, really that's, scary. I heard something that uh, it only took about... 35 to 40 minutes for people to be stuck on that ride to go crazy and start jumping out of the boats, screaming <laughs> to get out of the place, thinking that they were like trapped for good. Well, they, people immediately started panicking. And, and can I just like, I, I, any, who has been on, it's a small world after all the ride. Okay. So everybody, everybody in the room. Yep. It is the most horrifying experience. Like I, I liked it when I was in it, but then afterwards I was like, I could have died. Like yeah. that, that could have been it for me. Uh, yeah. The, um, the songwriters, uh, the, the, the Sherman brothers who did, I mean, they did every song, yeah. every famous song from that era. They wrote, they go, you either want to kill us or kiss us. And right. we wrote a song. And a uh, thing was when they were developing these theme rides, the reason why that song is so kind of perfectly repetitive, they were, uh, my favorite story is it's actually about the haunted mansion and the song okay. involving that. And it's around the same era, but, um, uh, there was an Imagineer by the name of X Atencio. I believe X was for Xavier, but he just yeah. went by X and he Incredible was name. started out as an artist, you know, concept artist, all that sort of stuff, art director. Then he's like, okay, I was tasked with creating this ride, the haunted mansion, like all this mm -hmm. stuff. Um, but then they said, you've got to create a song that will last this entire, about probably four or five minute ride. And it's got you, and you're like, well, how do I do this? Are you going to come into a new room and there's a new movement? There will be new parts. Will be the different parts. And he goes, no, I have to think like the ride. The ride's going in a circle. The song should go in a circle. It can oh, never, okay. it'll never end. You will go into different rooms. The songs will change. Like in little, It's a Small World, the language will change. The style of music will change. It'll be the sure. same song, but tempo will change, but it's the same. Yeah. And that became like a very important thing. Like it's, it'll, it's an earworm. It'll get stuck in your head and it will give you that same. No one will have a different right. experience sort of situation. Yeah. Yeah. And so, it also was important for the audio animatronics. I found out that audio animatronics isn't just like robots that make audio. Right. It's how they're synced up via yeah. audio. They were played on back in the day on these big records 
that <laughs> yeah, were of course. Sc- like scalloped edge and weird and wobbly. And as the, the record, as the record would move at the same pace, these ribs would like hit a machine kind of like a cog and like, as they play, and the, it That's would, amazing. So they were always synced up with the sound and anything never got out of sync. Right. So when the pirates were shooting and laughing it, when their gun went off, That's so it cool. went off. Yeah. So, so kind of moving to the present, yeah. they've, uh, they, they teamed up with Pixar for a lot of movies. Some of what I think are their best. Um, oh, yeah. you know, we have, we have toy story, um, I, we, we have a bug's life, which I love. That's oh, like yeah. an underrated one. I feel like I a bug's so. life. Um, I mean, there, there are countless, I, I, I Cars was, a, I know, a huge one. I wasn't crazy about Cars. I never cared for Cars. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about it. But eh. they teamed up with Pixar, and they started making these uh, animated features with all this incredible 3D technology that just got better each movie. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's what started to, uh, I guess, what kind of kept them modern and what kept them up in people's minds because... I think people got tired of just 2D animation in the theater. They wanted to go and see Toy Story, this new technology yeah. 3D animation, you know. Well, they're like, they were already incorporating into their animated movies. So like, right. guys, we could do a whole thing like this and really blow people away. Yeah. It's a whole new, it's like when they invented like 3D movies or uh, Walt Disney created Circle Vision. That is another Disney corporate, like they invented that. The Wed Enterprises invented yeah. Circle. So if you ever have been in one of those theaters, thanks, that's thanks to Walt Disney. Right. So they were always on top trying to invent, even this Epcot. You're like, it was his rosebud. He was like on his, but he's like, Epcot. And they're like, what? <laughs> uh, what? 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 Uh, build it. I don't know. I, golf ball. Run. And like, Run. like that's like, it felt like, like. We got to finish this. Right. Like, oh, yeah. But um, it was literally like, this is the last wall project we have to do. And then they're like, no more of the creative. Right. Like, We're done. Um, <laughs> put his crowd genetically frozen yeah, body away. No true, more suggestions. Yeah, like no more suggestions. But um, it, yeah, it's just, they were always trying to be on cutting edge. I mean, I remember there was an Aladdin virtual reality simulator in the late nineties when I was down there as a kid. And I was like, this is so cool. I mean, you'd yeah. probably throw up now from, but oh, it was yeah. the first virtual reality. Yeah. The first time you put something on your head and like, actually like moved inside it was wild vr is the and now it's in every like like, i gotta i gotta thank uh dave simons who introduced me to to doing vr stuff oh yeah it's so much it's wild it's it's so it's so now readily it's it's so available sort of did it first they're like this will be in your house yeah that's um and so we had the pixar age which is still going and it's just crazy because now they've they've bought so many other companies they bought uh fox right yeah. Um, and then they bought LucasArts. Yep. So they're worth... Oh, LucasFilms, yeah. La- oh, yeah, LucasFilms. Uh, last I checked, I think... Marvel. I think they're worth $94 billion almost. I think so. Which, that's just an an unfathomable fathomable number for me anyway. I wait, can't, wait, what is worth $94 billion? Disney. Like oh, okay. They, all of their assets, low. everything, like... It seems low, but I mean, that seems low. That, I don't know. Maybe the, not. the number that I checked said that they're there. No, I believe worth, it. Yeah. I, I just, it was like 93.8, yeah. but I, I know it's one of those companies that if it is too big to one of those, like too big to fail, like Apple, if they ever went under our economy is gone, something, right. is, something very yeah. wrong has yeah. happened to the economy. Well, and it, but it, it blows my mind because, and I wanted to get your take on this because they took, they took over star Wars. Yeah. They took over Marvel. Oh yeah. And the, the Marvel one especially is kind of perplexing to me. they, they bought Lifetime, Sidetrack. Lifetime? Lifetime actually was the first network to air the show You that's on Netflix. I don't oh. know if you guys have seen that. Um, so that was on Lifetime first before Netflix picked it up, which technically means Joe from You is a Disney princess. All right. That's, I'm, sh- that, I'm, I'm sticking by it. that argument. All like, right. <laughs> that is the creepiest. Like, I see you, Snow White. 
You want to be noticed. I'm the princess <laughs> like, that doesn't blink. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, but they own so many different companies now yeah. that I, I guess I just wonder where does that um, like that childlike line get drawn? And antitrust begins. Um, yeah. It's like, I mean, personally, well, like Marvel. And we got, I know Mike is in the house of former guest of the show, Soggy Boy. He's Soggy a big, boy? he's our big kind of, my, my kind of go-to for Marvel facts. I always ask him silly questions. Especially <laughs> he's like, who's Ant-Man? Right. That, like, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All these movies. Um, but it personally, this might be a hot take, but I think it was a saving grace for Marvel. They yeah. were so stripped I mean, you had the Spider-Men from the Tobey Maguires, and then that quickly ended in three. Then you had the two turd movies with uh, uh, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Well, I've told this story a bunch, but um, I served him and Emma Stone in New York when they were filming the second yeah. Spider-Man movie. Uh, they were sitting at a table with um, Alan Cumming. They had seen him in his one-man show of Macbeth, which was nuts. Um, but they were all sitting there everyone's wonderful at the table except Andrew Garfield. Yeah. I'm sticking to it. He was a real jerk. jerk. Didn't look at me. Didn't say, please thank nothing. Emma Uh, Stone. Delightful. Just that makes me sweet. That made me very sweet. Alan Cumming was hilarious. He was in like a half belly mesh. (laughs) It's Alan Cumming. And he was sweaty, like fresh off the show, like half makeup on having a martini and black bean soup. I'll never forget. He had like four martinis and just like, (laughs) it was exactly what you'd imagine the night to be. It was, Wonderful. But yeah, that's my two cents on. But then you've got Disney coming in with Marvel. Yeah. And then I remember now Iron Man one was not fully Disney or something. No, yeah. I don't think it was. No, they, hold on. They, Mike stand up. Dave's going with the I'm mic. Gonna, right. We're going into the audience. We're moving. We're doing all, Mike, what was, what was that situation? Were they like testing the waters? Uh, Iron Man one, I think was before proper Marvel because I think technically it was during the deal, and then I think that Thor was actually like the first Marvel. Okay, I think so. It was, e. like, it was either Thor or Cap was like after the deal was signed. Yeah, I, well, Iron Man was so good. They were like, "Yep, we got to get this." I yeah, remember Iron it, Man was incredible. I mean, it was well, definitely so the start my of only w- Iron Man two was the first. Okay, yikes! Oof. Yeah. Uh, well, my, my only worry, though, that's is, like I love most of those movies, but that's one that I do not. I, I feel like Marvel and uh, I mean, I've mostly seen it with Marvel, but they kind of get a little Disney fied where or even Star Wars, for example. Like, I, I love the, the newer movies and like, I mean, I loved the Mandalorian. Yeah. Well, but, thanks to I mean. Iron Man one gave us John Favreau into the family. Yes. Now he started producing all those Marvel John movies. John Favreau and then they can do no them wrong right in. in my book. And also now news or rumor has it Kevin Feige is also coming over to the okay. Star Wars side to kind of clean out house and. But I, I guess my things. worry is that they're going and they haven't done it too much so far, so I'm not too concerned. But I feel like they they're kind of one little step away from everything being like. It's a small world after all. Star Wars edition. You know, I don't I don't want it to, I to think, move that direction. Yeah, I think BB-8 is like the Disney. Like the Di- yeah. I love BB-8. But like he you're like, oh, BB-8's in the show. This is a Disney episode. Yeah, now. we're going to have some fun. And, I mean, gonna, and I'm like not knocking it because it was the most probably the most adorable thing I've ever seen in my yeah. natural life. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Disney. But man, in the darkest thing Disney's ever produced, the Mandalorian is basically the good. The bad, it's like a yeah. Western. This is it's it was awesome. the Mandal- anybody who hasn't seen the Mandalorian do a one week trial of Disney plus. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, real good. One really of the better good. shows You're, that I've seen in the past. Yeah, years. The, definitely the best thing Disney has produced thus far with Star Wars. And I mean, I love yeah. one. I like the new trilogy. 
they ended it like real weird. I, I liked it. I liked no, a no lot spoilers. of it. But I'm not going yeah, to spoil anything. It's still too soon. It's but still, like, yeah, it's, it's still new. It just kind of it felt a little like so. Hap- we're, we're we're kind of rounding out on time here a little bit. So closing out, I just wanted to ask you like, what are your, what do you want from the future of Disney as a whole? Do you want to see them lose some of these IPs and get a little bit more control back to the creators? Dude, that'll never happen. <laughs> Their grip is tight. Well, I know, but, like, <laughs> but I guess if, if, if you could have the world your way, I think what, what the do you best think? thing is, and they, it's funny, this, the Mandalorian came out here right at the end of, I call this like star Wars phase one. Yeah. Like we're going to finish this saga. We're going to give you some extra movies. We're going to give you some games. We're going to give you this, that, and we're going to give you this TV show too. Yeah. And it finally hit and they knew it hit right yeah. with this TV show right at the end. So I think the future of, I think star Wars and of kind of Disney as a whole is listen to fans, yeah. listen to your writers, hands out of the pot, you know, just get out too many cooks in the kitchen. Let tr- you're, you're a big checkbook. Disney do your job. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm serious. Like, well, okay, but at that point, though. So I, why would you buy Star Wars if you didn't know it was already enough of a success on its own? Right. Let them do, just back them with whatever crazy idea they, they want to do. Historically, though, they haven't done that. They buy it, and then they say, well, let's try this. Let's bring in this director. I, and, think, I think they, I'm hoping that's the, the next move. That's my yeah. hopes, at least. And same with the parks. I mean, I'm, we're going to Disney World again in April, and uh, going to Galaxy's Edge, I cannot wait. Yeah. Uh, it's, for those of you who don't know, it's the Star Wars park that has recently opened in mm-hmm. florida and anaheim I, I think for me and i I'll, I'll i'll give my piece on the more on the video game side of it because i think that's something that disney has historically lacked mm. good games in and even like the, i mean this the new star wars game uh, uh jedi oh yeah jedi fallen order jedi fallen order um yeah solid game i i got a little bored of it if i'm being honest sure i got on like the third planet and i was like eh, i'm just kind of washing my hair and repeating but um but i would love it if they if they want to make a game that's really disney and bring in all of the characters that they can i mean they they own all the rights park builder i mean they have a they have a mobile game but it's 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 a mobile game so you're like now you have to wait 17 hours to get your next like or whatever but if they built like a sims the sims sure but disney check out our sims episode anybody who hasn't yet plugging yeah plug (laughs) um but i think that and if they do, I I don't want them to acquire anybody else. Because if they acquire anyone else... Well, I else, think it becomes... I mean, I kept saying, like, Monopoly issues. It, it right? already is. Aren't we, like, really pushing it? Yeah. I'm waiting for, like, Sony to be bought all they can, and, all they can take next... Like, I, I'm thinking they could take Viacom, which owns, like, Nickelodeon and, you know, all that. I don't think... Yeah, I don't... I don't know. But we don't want SpongeBob to be a Disney princess. It's like, crazy I, that you can own both ABC and Fox. Yeah. Have, like, two of, like, the four, or, you know, like, the, yeah. the big... It's wild. A lot of, a yeah. lot of control there, which is, it's sketchy. I'm sure there's a lot of really sketchy things going on behind the scenes at Disney that we don't know about because the front is all yeah. this. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it, oh yeah, it's all for the money. Yeah. But I mean, as long as, in the, you know, and it's for the kids in the longest of runs. Yeah. And that's yeah. even like for Star Wars and Marvel. Like guys, I don't need 45 year old men screaming at me online about how right. it ruined their childhood. I saw a thing today. It was like, if you, you're, you're not a star Wars fan. If you've seen the movie, you're a star Wars fan. If you've read the books, you've oh, read the comics. And then, this, and then one of the writers yeah. of what he was like, no, if you like a star Wars movie, then you're a star Wars yeah, fan. Like that's like all, it. like that's all, that's all it takes. And that, the, the one thing, the silver lining, I guess, having owning all of this, there's something you're bound to find you'll like. Yes. For everybody. Yeah. It's yeah. literally now become for every. I mean, because it's like, oh, well, now they have The Simpsons. Oh, 
or yeah. now they have yeah Star Wars or Marvel. I am yeah. really excited to restart my run of The Simpsons at least the first like six seasons <laughs> after <laughs> that it's a little eh. but okay so uh, anyone listening at home and all of our lovely people here that are with us today uh, as far as our recording time uh, that's our time for today. Yeah. Uh, unless you, you got anything else I you want to add? If, does like, anybody have any questions? It could be a little about anything about yeah. us at school here or any Disney-related questions that we might know, anything? Yeah. That's okay. Get, Don't worry about it. Oh, oh we got oh, one. We Mike. Got Soggy Boy's raising the hand. Oh, great. What's, what's our, our favorite, favorite Disney, Disney movie? Yeah, we, we didn't Ooh. go. What's yours? Oh, I was going to say you go first. I got to okay. think. Let me think. I'm I, are, we're we're talking. I'm going uh, to limit it to not in Marvel, not Star Wars. It's got to be like, yeah, like, let's say... 2000 back okay like all the animated stuff like that not toy story wait yeah, we like, can't do toy story i don't uh, think so okay don't okay think okay, so. okay hold on um, think i'm gonna go i think i would have to go with aladdin but i do love like so like if i'm gonna go vintage i love sword in the stone i was actually yeah. even rewatching. we watched 101 dalmatians the original cartoon and it's phenomenal and it, watching it i don't think i'd seen it since i was a little kid and now watching it as an adult i'm like i felt like i was in a war movie especially at the end when they're running through this dilapidated just yeah, the old, old you know European town. You feel like like this feels like uh, I'm watching a, a movie where people are trying to escape the Nazis. Right. It, it felt like, and you're like, oh, this is for the adults. As a kid, I never realized like the correlations. Yeah. Like, this is great how they really incorporate yeah. stuff. You know, uh, terrible I, atrocities, but they make it. They I, I, I think. I think for me. I'm going to get a look from you for this. I think it's Tarzan. <laughs> I think in that era, I loved. It was so much fun. Tony Phil Goldwyn Collins is Tarzan. For it. You know Tony, Go- Tony Goldwyn? He's uh, the president on um, Scandal. Uh, Scandal. And uh, he's also uh, his Goldwyn. He's of the Metro Goldwyn Meyer. He's the oh, G. Oh. Yeah, his, yeah. yeah. So he's got loaded. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who did? Yeah. Um, and, does anybody else have any? any does, yes. Ooh. That's a good question. Okay, so I'm going to repeat the question. So yeah. we, it says on here. So is there a movie that we've watched that we went back now and we're like, this is way adult. I missed this when I was a kid. And I believe the phrase was, Ooh. yeah. So, you yeah. So, uh, yeah. Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah. That is creepy. Uh, the bad guy is the sniffing scene. And he's like, I'm smelling your scarf, but I can't yeah. touch you. And you're like, Dude, <laughs> he's Mortimer. Kids. He's this Mortimer. is for kids. And you're like, he's like, yeah. And he's like, I yeah. can't. Uh, yeah. It's real. Like, yeah. Frollo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, real bizarre. Frollo. Yeah. Like, you're like, this is, it's an extreme. That scene alone, him singing in front of that big fireplace. I will, that will never leave my mind. Yeah. It's haunting. I, I, nothing jumps out at me as like, oh, that was super adult. Um, I, I just, every time I go back and watch one, I'm like, oh, that was a joke written for the grownups. That was for the parents. Uh, yeah. Even like we, 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 we recently just uh, went back and watched the first three Toy Stories. Yeah. And so many, just little, like Mr. one Bud letters. Light beer. Yeah. yeah. Like just Bud Light, like things yeah. like that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> and you would have never caught it as a no. kid. Nothing that necessarily shocked me, but I also haven't seen Hunchback in years. You know, I haven't seen that since it probably came out. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of very, oof, very yeah. bizarre sequence. Yeah. I've, I've, I've heard some, some stuff about it that <laughs> we could probably discuss in a second Disney extravaganza episode. Yeah. Uh, anybody else? Anybody yes. else got Kim? favorite Disney channel, original movie, you know, it might be, it might've been Brink. I was all about Brink or Halloween town. I liked Brink. Don't laugh. I it was Brink. good. They were, they, they were could skating. Skate. Like they it, could it got me into skating. rollerblade. Like, I, I made up, I made up a <laughs> big guys. Remember rollerblading? Up, what happened? What? Whoa, I made up a character that I played in my driveway when I was roller skating. 
Was he part of Brink? He was part of Brink. Ah, he was in Brink. The name. I've never told anybody this. I read. Exclusive. The name of this character was Extreme Machine. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are now the Zach re- Extreme Machine Rogers. The reason. I'm crying. The reason it was Extreme Machine. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. The reason it was Extreme Machine was because I would be skating and fall asleep. And then I would, trick. and then I would wake up right in the nick of time, and I would be, like, and I would say out loud in my driveway, "They don't call me Extreme Machine for nothing." Oh man, Zach! And they knew, they knew from the get go, <laughs> he'd be a theater major. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was my Brink character. I have to add that had closing your eyes had to go poorly at least once. No, it didn't. Really? I only closed them you for a were few extreme seconds. Extreme Machine. I wasn't. I was extreme, extreme Machine. machine. I was. A, I was a method actor. Damn. <laughs> Uh, wow. What that, about you? Oh, geez. Oh. I would have to say I loved Luck of the Irish. Oh, that's Luck one. of the Irish where he's yeah. turning into a leprechaun. It's like yeah. Teen Wolf, but for leprechauns. Yeah. And I remember the 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 coolest part was the Banshee bad guy at the end. He's like that crazy, like I don't remember that. It looked like a Nazgul flying after. It was weird. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anybody else got Disney related fanfare? Do you have a favorite oh. song? Oh, I'm oh, sorry. We got, someone we got Yeah. Oh yeah. Do we want to see any live versions? Which, which have you of, seen any of the live? They they recently they've done a lot of like the I classics. Haven't, I haven't seen any but the Jungle Book. I saw the Jungle Book. Oh yeah, yeah. It was okay. It was yeah. It was decent. I like Christopher Walken singing. Um, um, uh, yeah, I'm the king of the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I want to walk like you. Yeah, hey, he um, was he was great in that. He did a good I, job. It's. I've seen most. I think I've seen most of the live remakes, and Kim is going to be bored to death. I always bring this up, but they what they're doing is they're adding kind of subplots to them because yeah. it's kind of bolsters. I think the, helps the length of the film too, coming oh, sure. from an animated to a live, and it gives like a little bit more meat to several other characters and stuff. Right, and they're adding a lot of subplots, like in the new Aladdin. I'm not going to go into it for spoilers, but in the new Aladdin, the live one, Jasmine is now in a place of power. She's put in. She might right. take over. Which is never in the cartoon. They don't even... It's not even sure. It's just like Aladdin marrying into royalty. Yeah. It, whereas, like, this is like, I'm going to take over. This is my power struggle, sort of. Which is great. Right, yeah. But, like, Beauty and the Beast with Emma Watson, the, I say is, like, the exact opposite, where they completely... I mean, I gotta say spoiler alert for yeah, Beauty and, live alert for Beauty and for the, the live version. Live because the subplot you're... is in that the whole town she's from is under a spell. And they basically wake up with amnesia every day. And that's why she's so odd. She's not, she, oh. comes, she came from Paris, her and her dad, after her mother died of tuberculosis. Real bummer. <laughs> the pl- I, whatever. It was some coughing disease in the 1700s. Um, so the plague. Like, like, uh, it, and they, so they weren't under this spell when the beast became the beast and his castle yeah. fell under the spell. The, town, the nearby town did as well, I guess, because all of the servants are trapped there from the town. Right. So that's why the candelabra and all that stuff. But so the people forget that it ever happened. So like, look at this odd girl. Every, she's so weird. That completely strips her uniqueness. I think I'm like, she's not about this provincial life. Like right. she wants to read. She's unique in that aspect. She should be different from everybody. Not because they're under a spell. Yeah. Like so, that, so what would that you want of, to see then? Like what would I, uh, better singing and less CGI from that movie. Fair. I didn't need us. I, I think know. if I, if I was to take, and I don't know if this qualifies as cartoon, I would love it if they did a a live action Toy Story one. 
where like like actual like kids playing with the toys and because they they have the capability to do extremely realistic cgi with the toys and they're toys so it's if it's a little bit off no one will ever know but to do all those scenes with like real settings and i think that would just be really cool hopefully as long as it's not like cats as long <laughs> like, as it's not like, like cats. That creepy Val, like uh, Uncanny Valley, really. Yeah, we don't want like rappers and musicians dressed up in like skin tight toy outfits. Yeah. We want actual like toys animated. Yeah. That's wild. That'd be, that'd be, my, that'd be cool. my thing. Did you have another? Is, you, what, the favorite song. Is, Do you have a one favorite song? Ooh. This will be the last question. This will be yeah, one okay, last song. question. I'm going to have you start that one. You answer that one first because I, I got to think. It's going to be Phil Collins for me. I just got to think about it. I can go the distance by from Hercules. Ooh, okay. It's like so, even though I it's not like one of my favorites movies, but it's like such so a good, good. Yeah. And then Michael Bolton did a version of it. And it's real Boltony. Really? Oh yeah. I didn't know that. Real oh, Boltony. He boltons it up. Um, I can go the distance. <laughs> very, very that. Very um, that. I is it fair for me to just say the entire Tarzan soundtrack? That soundtrack was incredible. Phil Collins. Is Phil your Collins. It's your favorite Disney song. <laughs> yeah, he's my favorite Disney prince. He's your favorite Disney princess. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, Phil um, if I had to choose one that's like sung by a character, um, it would probably probably be uh, like the I'll Make a Man Out of You. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, yeah. It's just like. Donny Osmond. Well, I don't even know the name of that song, by the way. Is it Let's Get Down to Business? Oh, uh, is that I'll Make a oh, Yeah. So. Like that. I like. Let's, I hope they named it. Let's get down to business. And they're like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can't. We can, this. We cannot sneak by but, to yeah. defeat the Huns. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so, okay, you guys. That's uh, that's it for our time. Uh, just thank you all so much for listening. Thank, thank you all you so much for here. being here. Thank you guys yeah, so much. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Our first live episode. And, uh, yeah. Woo. And. Uh, for uh, for all of you guys listening at home, you can find us on Instagram at Franchise Unpacked. You can find me on Instagram at the Zach Rogers, and you can find me at the Dave of Wonders. And nice uh, Disney reference for anybody. Else. Oh, yeah. it's Cave of Wonders from yeah. Milan. There you go, perfect. So it, it all ties in mm-hmm. Disney extravaganza. It all comes together. It all comes together in the end. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will be seeing you next week. Catch you later. Cool. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. While you're waiting for next week's episode, feel free to drop us a line with any questions, comments, or future episodes at franchiseunpacked at gmail.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. And be sure to share so we can keep these episodes coming your way. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week.